All right, welcome. And now we're going to get into the multiplier a little bit more technically. So we've got our diagram here as before, and, and what we've figured out is that our equilibrium GDP comes when our total plant expenditure is equal to our total disposable income. And of course we use that 45 degree line to indicate where that was. Um, this was of course our expenditure function and where that met our 45 degree line we had these two things equal. We knew that it was uh, the, uh, the total plant expenditure was composed of this uh, component called autonomous spending which I'll come back to and then this increase uh, of expenditure as GDP or income increased in this direction. And what we discussed was that this autonomous spending, there was an autonomous government component, an autonomous uh, investment component, and an autonomous uh, net exports component. So all of these, one, two, three, all of these were determined independent of whatever, whatever income was. So income did not influence whether it went up or down. Consumption, we discussed, had um, our marginal propensity to consume and marginal propensity to save, so it, it would increase, it, it, our TPE would increase with that, and that's in fact where we get this slope from. And I want to concentrate on this autonomous spending because what we found is that when this increased or decreased, so if we had our autonomous spending increase, and it could be any factor that would increase it. It could be government spending. It could be... It could be new investment, all the... F whatever factors those were. Then we ended up at a new equilibrium. And when we ended up with this new equilibrium, the multiplier effect kind of kicked in. So we would have a new disposable income here and a new plant expenditure here. And so what we noticed, this slight increase in autonomous spending would result overall in this increase, in a larger increase in GDP. And this is what we called the multiplier. So when we talk about the multiplier then, we can really break it down into this formula. And the multiplier is equal to, or our change in GDP reflects whatever this multiplier is, we're going to get into times our change in autonomous spending. And that is going to be, it's going to equal our change in equilibrium GDP.
So let's get a little bit into the concept of the multiplier. Now, our textbook uses an interesting example where we have an increase in investment of, let's say, $10 billion. Well, that's going to go into our factor market. So we've got to buy all of this investment stuff. And this will, in turn, go, part of that $10 billion is going to go to workers. Workers and to go and buy goods. And remember, of that $10 billion that they're going to get for, for all of their factors, we know that at the same time that these are factories, they're also consumers. So there's going to be some consumer expenditure going on. So if we think about this, this initial increase of $10 billion into economic activity, it's not just going to stop there because these folks will now have more. And we know that they have, they're going to do two, one of two things. They'll save or they will spend or consume. How much more will they spend? Well, the marginal propensity to consume will tell us that. The marginal propensity to consume, remember, is going to tell us how much out of every dollar they get here, they're now going to spend somewhere else. So, not only do we get increased spending here, but that money is now going to be is now going to be spent by these people. And guess what they're going to do? They are in turn going to go sp spend it somewhere else. And the cycle starts again, where these folks now will receive this amount and they'll have the same choice. They're either going to consume or save, and they'll consume by their marginal propensity to consume. So this cycle keeps on going and going and going. So notice that we don't just have 10 billion, we've got this extra additional spending. And that's where we get the term. So let's take a look at an example now, an exa um, uh, a numeric example. So in your textbook, we've got this, we talk about uh, the different rounds of spending. Now, in theory, this is gonna go on infinitely. So, Bear with us. You don't need to know the math of the of the infinite amount. So we've got an increase in real G, in real GDP. So this is that initial autonomous spending amount. So I'll say that first ten billion dollars that is spent through investment. So we've got ten billion here. So we're just going to assume everything's in billions of dollars. Well, we know that this initial $10 billion is going to create 
if we have a marginal propensity to consume of 0 0.8 our total plant expenditures will also increase by will increase by 8 billion Remember, because our consumption function says, hey, great, we get $10 billion. Our consumption is going to be equal to our marginal propensity to consume times our disposable income. So if we've got $10 billion more disposable income, means we've got $8 billion more to spend. Well, that $8 billion now, we think about it, is going to be spent somewhere else. And in turn, again, remember, we've got this marginal propensity to consume of 0.8. That will translate into 6.4. 4 billion elsewhere. And this pattern is just going to keep going on and on and on and on into infinity. So we'll show round 3 here. 6.4 goes to someone who then goes out and spends 80% of it. So now we've got 5.12. I'm going to do that in white because that's what I was doing. 5.12 billion and so on and so forth. We go through round and round and round, and, and of course, with each subsequent round, there's less here and less here until eventually we do get to zero. So we're just going to put in these rounds again and again with the same pattern as we had before. When we do the math and we look at all other rounds, add it on to it, By the time that we're done, we've added on another 16.38 billion, and over here, our total expenditure will have increased by 13.1107. So, at the end of the day, then, we have increased our real GDP not just by the initial 10 billion that we had up here we had right here but through subsequent rounds of going back and forth we've increased our GDP by 50 billion and this was because we had this marginal propensity to consume of point and every time 10 billion was spent in one spot, 80 or, or money was spent in one spot, 80% would be spent somewhere else, and so on and so forth. So what we've effectively had happen, this initial 10 billion, and you'll notice that it's a difference of 10 billion between the increase in real GDP and the 
increase uh, in planned expenditure. We've effectively had this, this change. This, our planned expenditure has increased by another $40 billion. Uh, in a diagram, how might that look? Well, effectively, again, here's our 45 degree line. Here's our initial TPE. And our initial equilibriums. We're just going to bump this up and of course we said it was by an autonomous expenditure so this has gone up by 10 billion dollars right in here at our new GDP levels this right in here was the increase in our total planned expenditure of 40 billion so just remember our axes, we've got our total planned expenditure and our real GDP. Our real GDP from where we were to start to where we end up, this has increased by 50 billion. Now, how do, in the next lesson, we're just going to go over the math a little bit more of how we solve the multiplier.